Welcome to Rhema for Today. Man, the heart of the spirit of man, craves the touch of the supernatural. And God's provided it for us. The love for the miraculous is in every man. In every man. The curiosity for the miraculous is deep-seated in man. Man was brought into being by a miracle working God and will ever yearn to work miracles. The supernatural realm is really man's realm. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on man and miracles. Next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. How be it he speaketh mysteries? Or the one translation said he's talking divine secrets. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, he speaketh not unto men, but unto God. How be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries? For no man, he said, understands him. And so, we continue in our supernatural walk with a supernatural prayer life. Blessed be God. And I'll tell you, it's praying in the Spirit that'll bring miracles. It's praying in the Spirit that'll bring the power of God down. Somebody asked me, a Baptist preacher. I started out as a young Baptist boy preacher, just a teenager and then was filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke with other tongues three or four years later after I'd been preaching about three years or about three and a half years. And so uh, a Baptist pastor in recent time in conversing with me, uh, as we were talking about this, he said, well, I can see praying for the sick and laying hands on the sick. And I'm beginning to do that in my Southern Baptist church on Sunday night. I have a public healing meeting and lay hands on people and have a healing line. And, and, and I can see, you know, I have the Holy Ghost. I'm born of the Spirit. I said, that's exactly right. We will not take anything away from you. You have the Holy Ghost. You're born. Oh, I thought you were saying I don't have the Holy Ghost because I haven't spoken in tongues. No, I said, you were born of the Spirit of God but you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Have you been filled with the Holy Ghost? Well, he said, I think so. I think so. How can you tell? Well, I said, the only way I know is Acts 2, 4 said they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. When they got full, they started talking, praise God, in other tongues. And, and, and so he said, well, I, I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, all right, but, but I don't know. I don't know whether I want that tongues business or not. Has it done anything for you? Yeah, I said, it sure has. I said, thank God for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And don't you misunderstand me? It isn't all tongues, and we don't want to leave that impression. But right on the other hand, tongues are a part of it. Let's don't leave that out. Let's take all of it, all of it, you see. To leave tongues out would be sort of like to describe an elephant and leave his trunk off. <laughs> well, a trunk is not all there is to an elephant, but without the trunk, it wouldn't be an elephant. Are you listening to me? And speaking with tongues is not all there is to the Holy, the baptism of the Holy Ghost and being filled with the Holy Ghost. But blessed be God, it's part of it. Let's don't leave it out. Let's take the whole thing in. Amen. Can you say amen? And so I said to this Baptist pastor, let me tell you. I said, I was going along doing the best I could. And even as a young Baptist boy preacher, I said, I, I, I was healed by the power of God. 
I saw what the Bible said about faith in Mark 11, 23 and 24 and prayed the prayer of faith for myself and was raised up from a deathbed. And then I taught that, laid hands on people, known them with all because the Bible said saw a few people healed. But I said since being filled with the Holy Ghost and praying in tongues, that's been the greatest boon first to my own individual spiritual life and second to my ministerial spiritual life. Amen. Many times I prayed an hour or two in other tongues and went out to the service and the power of God fell on us and every sinner in the house got saved. Amen. Every single sinner in the house got saved. Every backslider got saved. I've spent an hour or two praying in another tongue. I was going to preach a fellowship meeting several years ago down in East Texas. They'd invited me to preach this fellowship meeting. I was still pastor. And so I, I got up real early. And when the sun was coming up, the parsons right next door to the church, I was walking up and down the aisles of that church praying in other tongues, tuning up, getting ready, getting in, in the supernatural realm. And so I went to this fellowship meeting of my particular full gospel denomination of that day. And, and, and they give me the service about 11 o'clock. And I preached about 40 minutes. And then I gave what we call a message, an utterance in tongues, and the pastor of that church interpreted it. And then I gave another utterance in tongues, and the pastor of that church interpreted it. And then without anybody saying anything, there came something. Every preacher, uh, those of, of, of authority said, you know, there's something just swept through there like wind. I heard it blowing. Something swept through that building. It just went. And everybody in there that was lost got saved. And everybody in there that didn't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost began speaking in tongues, just sitting right in the chair. And every sick person in the place got healed. Nobody touched one of them. They had rolled a woman in on a stretcher. She had had six operations. She had had this one. Now she's still, you know, the doctor said, we've done all we can do. She's dying. She's dying. And when that went, she jumped off of that stretcher and started running up and down the aisles. Glory to God. Glory to God. You see, the Holy Ghost, the supernatural. The supernatural. You see, man, the heart of the spirit of man craves the touch of the supernatural. And God's provided it for us. The love for the miraculous is in every man. In every man. The curiosity for the miraculous is deep-seated in man. Man was brought into being by a miracle work in God and will ever yearn to work miracles. The supernatural realm is really man's realm. Sin has blinded us and kept us from finding the secret door, so to speak, that will lead us back to our lost estate. But thank God the hunger is there and if we'll seek after it and seek after God, we'll find it. And the miracle is the way to bring the man to God. Is there a miracle element in Christianity today? There should be. Did miracles end with the death of the apostles, like some people tell us? Are the so-called miracles that man claimed to perform today, are they fraudulent? Or are they purely psychic? Now these are questions that we cannot ignore. I know there's come a falling away from the part of the churches 
Even churches who used to believe in the supernatural, and the supernatural was an everyday occurrence, so to speak, in their midst. Now the supernatural has waned, and the miraculous is no longer in manifestation. Modernism in many quarters dominates the great religious forces of Christendom. It's denial of the supernatural. In Christianity makes it simply an ethical religion. On the other hand, we have those like myself and others who are contending, blessed be God, for the miraculous, for the power of God. A leader of one of our leading full gospel denominations said to me, in our full gospel denomination that was born, you see, in the fire of the Spirit and the outpouring of the power of God, in the supernatural and in the miraculous. He said in our state, our meetings, not just little sectional meetings, but statewide meetings, we'd have as little as 50 people and 100 people show up. And so we had a meeting, and they discussed just dispensing with certain meetings because nobody's coming. And this gentleman said to me, I just held my peace, and finally one minister said, I believe we ought to ask Brother So-and-so. He's an elder in our midst because he was one of the founding fathers of the Pentecostal movement. I believe we ought to ask him. And so he said, they asked me to comment. I wouldn't have commented if they hadn't. But he said, when they asked me to comment, he said, I rose and said, gentlemen, I believe we're out of order. And even discussing, canceling any meetings, I think there's only one thing that we need to talk about. That is how to make our meetings more spiritual. That is how to bring the supernatural working again into our midst. And he said, we began to work on that. Now then, there's only three churches in the state that can house the crowd that comes to a monthly fellowship meeting. Amen, because the crowds have grown. You see, their own people were hungry for the supernatural. And when the supernatural began to be manifested, and the supernatural was into manifestation, the people came, blessed be God. They came in the days of Jesus, because he was a miracle worker. And I'll tell you, when Jesus is working today, when you'll turn him loose, when you'll let him work in your midst, they'll come again. Praise God. Fred Price is an example of that. We went there to his little church. I called it a cracker box church because somebody handed him some of my books and some of these tapes and he got hung up on this and said, come and help us. And so we went because the Spirit of God said go. And in a little old auditorium that would seat maybe 150 in a little bitty balcony, we finally crowded about, packed in like crackers, about 300 in there. And then he went over, you see, and bought other facilities and, and in four years' time has gone from 300 to averaging about 3,750 people every Sunday morning. Glory to God. And, and uh, I've been there on Sunday morning. You know, not to preach. They didn't even know I was coming, you see. And, and, and I didn't preach. And I said, no, Fred, I just want to sit back. And all he did is walked up and down, walked around the altar and taught the Word, the supernatural, the miracle-working Word of God and then gave an invitation before he prayed for the sick. 
And you know what? He averages anywhere from 40 to 80 people, I guess, every Sunday morning coming. That's God to get saved, filled with the Spirit, and join the church. And then he has a healing meeting, you see. Every Sunday, every Sunday. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the single CD from Kenneth Hagan entitled, It's Time for the Rain. And next, a three-CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan, Craig Hagan, and Lynette Hagan entitled, Prayer, Shaping the World Around You. Lastly, a CD from Denise Burns, Holy Spirit, the Ultimate Best Friend. All this for the special price of $25. That's $10 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And Rayma Bible Training College. Oh, yeah, for yes. the fall 2021. That's right. We are enrolling now. Yes. And so I, we would encourage you to, to come and check out the campus. In fact, you can come during camp meeting yeah, and check, check out, out the they, campus. And they, yes. they have specials going on during camp meeting. That's right. But you can apply online right now. Go to rbtc.org and right. all the information is there. That's right. Well, we want to thank all of you. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Man and Miracles. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.